Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hello, America, and thanks for coming. My name is Seth. My name's Jamal. And oh, honey, I'm stony. Oh, honey. <laughs> Sorry, I've been listening to a lot of Trixie lately. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, we've been watching old episodes of... Uh. <laughs> that sounds sexual. <laughs> um, so, how are you guys doing this week? Did anything crazy happen? Uh, we're doing pretty good. My dad's been in town visiting from Alaska, so that's been nice, um, having some familiar faces around. Um, we had a short week because of our Gatlinburg trip, so that was a big bonus as well. We weren't murdered by the strangers at our cabin, so <laughs> like that's a positive. Yeah, the strangers stayed away, but we did see five black bears that were coming for our trash. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, I have so many jokes that I just can't even put one together right now. <laughs> I know. Well, if you follow our Instagram, at TFCPod, you can see um, the Eureka Bears and the Cameron Bears they were real cute girl (laughs) they were cute i wanted to pet them yes (laughs) how was your week oh my week was good i also had a short week because i left um early for the weekend to have a long weekend in portland oregon nice um so i'm actually coming to you guys live from portland oregon this week in someone else's house just a trio of traveling podcasting queens aren't we girl we are international but not really yeah. because we're all within the same country we never, but... we never pod from the same state twice <laughs> we're gonna put that in our marketing yeah let's do it <laughs> airbnb should just sponsor us and put us up in different like uh, states and stuff like that and we'll just like pod from different hey, parts of the country that's a great idea if anybody has the hookup <laughs> yeah let's get the hookup guys <laughs> um yeah no portland's been real good um my name is actually feather child now oh and um i make kombucha and uh so i'm not actually leaving portland and i this is my new home well welcome to the dark side yeah the kombucha dark side (laughs) like in all seriousness i did go to a um uh farmer's market yesterday and um i did see someone playing the didgeridoo like but it wasn't air they actually were playing it oh what that's disappointing yeah, I was like, uh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, spotted. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> and and then also, I did get some kombucha, and it was pomegranate flavor. Ooh, Ooh. that sounds really good. I actually had a pomegranate kombucha yesterday. <laughs> it was real tasty, girl. I'm like slowly getting on the kombucha train. Uh, next time we're in Seattle, we're just going to like get drunk on kombucha. We're going to all the kombucha girl. bars. <laughs> Yeah, we got we have some um, kombucha places in Seattle, so uh, we'll have to take you next guys next time you guys come. Yes. Um, so before we really get into the episode, there were just a couple drama stories from the internet this week that I wanted to quickly get through. Uh oh, what's going on? Well, it's mostly just post Dragon Fallout, you know. Oh. So, so uh, we have first Asia posted about one of her season ten sisters being too grand to take pictures and meet and you know Kiki with her at at Dragon. 
Oh no, who's she talking about? I completely I did not this. hear this. Yes, girl. Well, she didn't really say outright, but you know, people went put on their Sherlock Holmes hat and really went to town trying to figure it out. Uh huh. And the deduction was that it was actually Eureka O'Hara that was too grand and snubbed Asia. Oh no! Oh no! What? That's not good. Yes, girl. I hope this isn't true. Like I'm really starting like like Eureka. Uh, Eureka had this story about how like she loves all her sisters and she would never do something like that basically mm-hmm. um so we don't really know for sure okay but it, I, um, I mean i don't know <laughs> i saw that she like had posted a video like something about being like phat or something she was like taking off her clothes like uh, walking ooh. across west hollywood <laughs> so maybe that she sounds was, disturbing yeah maybe <laughs> she was just like too busy with that or something i don't know i guess so i don't know Maybe she she got arrested. (laughs) (laughs) Unless she had a permit. Yeah, for being too hot. (laughs) Maybe the vixen was right all along about her. No, take it back. I don't know. The vixen could be right, you guys. I don't don't like to say that statement, so we'll withhold that for now. Yeah, we should probably start. We should probably move on before your throat like starts to swell from allergic reaction. Yeah, I feel... I'm feeling under the weather all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then the other little tidbit was um, Acid Betty was throwing some drag con shade. Did you guys see that one? No, I did not. What's Acid saying? She basically was saying kind of similarly that someone was too grand and that they were only at drag con, like meeting people for like two hours just to sell their book or to promote their book. Oh, yeah. Who's selling a book? Bianca Del Rio. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Bianca, does, Bianca has earned enough status that she can just come in and do that shit, in my opinion. <laughs> well, the part of it that was shady, though, was that Bianca actually was there, like, signing all day. So. Oh. So. So, as it was trying to be shady. Yeah. Why um, are we, why are we um, playing telephone and creating false lies? I mean, I have no false lies. Yeah, that's just like Falsities silly to me because I don't know. I almost feel like Bianca is not like RuPaul status, but like out of all the queens, Bianca is like one of the more successful ones. Like she yeah. has mm-hmm. movies, she like goes on these tours for her comedy show. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, she's probably just super busy. So, she girl, is. get over it. Yeah, I can yeah. see both sides, <laughs> but we don't want to excuse like um, anybody lacking humanity. Like, hopefully the queens get these platforms they remain gracious and really take that time with the fans and their drag race sisters but who knows definitely um so that's about well that's most of the uh, social media fallout that i have there's one other thing i want to discuss but it's more relevant to what happens later in the show so we'll get there (laughs) all right um so on to the episode we start and the vixen's been eliminated hallelujah bye girl <laughs> bye boy bye um <laughs> tell him boy bye <laughs> it's that bye bye magic yes girl. <laughs> she instinct her way right on out of there <laughs> um so so she leaves this like cryptic message supposedly on the on the mirror and uh, Monet thinks that it's actually in reference to uh, her not liking Eureka. Yes, 
However, I don't really, I didn't, I didn't really read it that way because she, her whole story has been about um, black girl magic, basically. So I think she was just saying that the queens need to take a stand and and, and be more political and, um, you know, evil triumphs when queens stay quiet. So she basically is telling them, you know, like speak your, speak out and and say, you know, say what's right and and teach people things okay i guess uh, i didn't write down what the message actually said but i know when um when it was um read aloud by the queens at first i thought that her reference to doing nothing was like to eureka because she's hinted that she thinks eureka's just skating by so i think that's where all the queens went first because yeah. I can't, I can't say that I um, interpreted it the way you did. So it's probably just that energy of the conflict. Everyone's like, "Oh, here she goes again." Right. Right. That that's just where their minds go to first, basically. I right. mean, I think part of it is the vixen did this to herself, like as like all the stuff that she's like started and all the drama. Like, so now people are just gonna speculate on everything she says because, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Really? So like. And I'm sure Monet, being friends with Eureka, is trying to stick up for her sister. Right, right. I did like the fact, though, that every time Eureka talks about Vixen, she always is, like, super positive about her. And she was basically mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, like, she slayed. Like, you know, we didn't get along, but she was awesome. Yeah, like, she shows a level of class. She said, you know, clearly the girl didn't like me, but, you know, I hope that she goes on to do great things, whatever she said. But it's always positive. And I just, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope that, like vixen like i want to like the vixen i really do so i just hope that she can take something from this and learn like a little bit of i don't know humility from like all of it same here i think it's like we said last um episode or last untucked i think that she will go on to become a better queen and learn from this i hope so i saw um on twitter she posted a video of her performance and it was like basically what she was talking about from the show and she had like the confederate dress on and she was carrying this cross thing and but it was really interesting because she had like this montage Mm -hmm. uh video behind her too so like part of it was from season 10 from like and she would like kind of be doing the same like sections of dance routine in the video from like her lip syncs um so I don't know. It was just like, so it was that mixed with um, other imagery and it was just really interesting. It was about like delivering a message and not really, uh, I mean, it wasn't like a typical lip sync. It was like more thought out. Yeah. And see, I look forward to seeing stuff like that and it's been a busy week. So I definitely need to do my drag race homework tonight because that's something <laughs> I mentioned. I'm, that's something I would like to see. So that sounds cool. And I think it's on, like, it's on her Twitter if you guys want to check it out later. <laughs> okay. There's two points that I want to just make about Vixen. One, like I've noticed, I don't follow her on Instagram, but I like, will like look at her stuff and I, <laughs> and I've noticed that like, she is very like, um, she gives back a lot to the community like she raises money for like um you know like homeless shelters and stuff like that like i know she was mm-hmm. like doing some type of oh, wow. food she's drive. very active in community and i can like i love that about her mm-hmm. and you know the whole and the second point about her like doing like a celebration of like black culture and all this stuff mm-hmm. like i think that's wonderful i just wish she would not hone in on the negativity and do more of like a celebration mm-hmm. of black culture and not not uh feed the negativity right? right like when you do that like you're bringing in all the haters you want to channel that ang- that angry energy into productive conversation and results because mm-hmm. 
the performances where she's doing stuff like that, wearing like the Confederate dress and like the South Side trash, like I'm like interested in stuff like that because she's like putting on a message that's like more positive and showing like, look, this is who I am and this is what I'm about. So like I would encourage her if I could talk to her mm-hmm. just about like to do more stuff like that and not be coming for people all the time. Yes. So yeah. Yes. Actually kind of interestingly, I, I like a full circle from last week or maybe it was the week before. Um, I saw a billboard here in Portland and said, Portland, are you showing your white fragility? Oh, Oh wow. And I was like, I was like, God, are you there? <laughs> More like it's Vixen, me, so. are you there? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like, did was did uh did Vixen do a show here last weekend? Or like, what's going on? <laughs> um, That's yeah, a sign. yeah. I think the Vixen will be interesting to watch her career, and maybe like once we're more removed from like our our feelings of how she acted in the season, maybe yeah, we'll want to go see her again. Because actually, I did see she's doing like a really cool show in Chicago. Um, and I think I it saw is called a Black Girl. Too. Did you see that? It looked yeah. like a great lineup. Mm-hmm. I saw the announcement. I haven't seen like the details as far as what the show or the content of the show will be, but it seems like a cool concept. Yeah, you guys should keep an eye on that and see if you can make it work to go. Yeah, we'll oh, have to take maybe. a look and see. I know we have like a busy summer, but yes. that would be t- very tempting. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so then next we talk about Aquaria, I guess. Again, we're talking about her being like too confident because she didn't think she was in the bottom three when clearly she was one of the last three people on the stage <laughs> yes clearly aquaria you were in the bottom this but girl you know, i'm gonna respect her confidence like i just hope it doesn't bite her in the ass like okay you did a good job <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give you that but you were still in the bottom girl this girl well, I think, is too well, much it's like in the past they kind of have announced everyone in order but i think for this last episode they actually did not um announce them in order they just did it like basically whoever was safe Mm. that's what i that's the way i understand it that's how i've been that's how i've been following it too (laughs) but they're like aquaria was right (laughs) aquaria like i don't know this girl like i just can't with her I like the confidence. And, like, I like kooky Aquaria. Aquaria's grown yeah. so much on me. Yeah, she's so kooky. I mean, she's kooky. Like, so here's the thing, like, the tea a little bit about her is that, so we're avid fans of Real Housewives of New York City. Yes. And she was on that show. She showed up at Sonia Morgan's house. What? Yeah, like as a, a drag random queen. ass. Her, um, it was Sonia's gay party, right? Yeah, like Sonia <laughs> has these gay parties on Wednesdays or something. Ooh. It's like a big cocktail but party. if you know Sonia, she's basically like, a, she's like, Aquaria is Sonia in drag, basically. Yes. Like, basically she's just going around saying like, oh, I'm like the best at everything. And she's like halfway drunk. <laughs> so... I don't know. I yeah. kind of like love that about Aquarius. Yeah. She's kind of just like she's a free spirit. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because they were all the uh, the rest of the queens were like, you know, you, you're not being sportsmanlike. You're, you know, you should be like, f- you know, friendly to your other sisters. And then she's like, well, I can't get these rings off my finger. I wish I had a friend to help. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're basically like preaching sisterhood but like she's right. struggling and then there's nobody to help her uh yeah i was trying to i guess i get it about the sportsman 
like whatever comment Asia made, but I was more like, I don't think she's being unsportsmanlike. I think she's just caught up in what she's doing, and she's like, I feel like I did a good job, so I did a good job. And the other queens were like, not really, (laughs) but fine. And I think it's all part of that sisterhood motif this season. Like, they're trying, they want so hard to make her understand, but really they just need to let her do her own thing. When she's voted off, she'll be voted off. If she wins, she'll win. Right, and and she's kind of like how how Willem was received by her sisters on her season, you know. Um, oh yeah, good point. Willem was never really popular because they would ask Willem questions about her life, and then she'd answer because she's an actor. She's on all these TV shows, and then everyone else like read it as her being cocky and bragging. But right. it's like, no, I'm just telling you about my life. Yeah, that was just how she was communicating. Mm-hmm. I I I like Aquaria though. Like the confidence is good. Like I just you know, want her to be herself and, like, do what she likes to do. And mm-hmm. so no matter what, it seems like she'll be successful if she does that. For sure. Right. I think it's better to be confident than to be too in your head like Ms. Cracker. You know, I yes. love Ms. Cracker, but, you know, mm-hmm. she needs to, like, do something different. <laughs> like <'cause>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or even Cameron. You Like, you can own it a little bit, Cameron. Like, you did a good job. I get where you're coming from, but be proud of yourself, at least for 60 seconds. <laughs> right. And, and I did see her, Cameron posted on Twitter today, I think, or maybe last night, that, like, she's like, I'll never, you know, change, like and be like way outspoken because there's other queens that do that and that's not me yeah that's fair so so i think she's just a quiet person but it's like Mm -hmm. maybe you pick the the wrong profession because like half of it is turning looks half of it is you know customer service basically yeah customer service the the um persona you're putting on like who is cameron and like my personality i feel like is a little bit like cameron's in a way because i i can be like that too whereas if i like if I'm at work or something and I do a good job, like I never like I can struggle sometimes to not want to over celebrate those moments and more I'm more just like it's hard for me to do stuff like that. So I feel like I can relate to her in that way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I can yeah. appreciate that, but I do think she needs to um, like congratulate herself a little bit yeah. more. Just warm up yeah. a little bit. Don't change completely. Just warm up a little bit. <laughs> Agreed. I think her prosthetic face kind of hindered her expressing a lot this week. <laughs> That's so, true. <laughs> I don't think it's completely her fault this week, specifically, but yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> oh, I loved that. Uh. Um, so then we go into the mini challenge, and um, they're basically playing like, uh, what's that game? You just Like, like a matching game, yeah, but yeah. instead of like cute cards with apples and farm animals, it's so many cakes and so many Instagram thoughts that I recognize Ooh. I was not proud of that but I recognize <laughs> I didn't recognize any of them but there was a few that I would like to recognize in the future <laughs> oh yes <laughs> I was happy to see Jason is that his name yeah mm-hmm. the one in I liked Number him one. In, in his underwear so that was good yeah and I liked Bryce and his so there we go. <laughs> I liked number five a lot the the one with the like blonde swoopy hair oh yeah he was cute. This was basically, like, match game for... Or not match game, but, like, match for just, like, gay people. Listen, if we, have a, if we have a pride party in the future, we need to play this game. Yeah. This will definitely be the game. We'll find, like, like 10 to 15 of Indy's hottest and get them in their undies. I know. I yes. was like, I need to do more squats, like, ASAP. And, like, get oh, yeah. On it. I'm for sure not in this game. <laughs> yeah, I'll and be I, the host. 
Yeah, I might be a co-host because I don't have an ass. I mean, I I'm not in the game. I'm just saying that. Sorry, I... Stoney. You're already in the, committed to being in the game. You have to yeah. be in shape. Sorry. Oh, One of the no. three have to be involved, and we voted no for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was um, a fun challenge, and Aquaria ended up taking the cakes on this one. She did, but can we, I mean, I feel like we can't just gloss over the fact that like 20 of those guys had like no butts and the whole point of the underwear was to show that they had rounder butts. Oh, I noticed that. I feel like some of the underwear had like butt pads in them. Well, no, this is like, cause I looked this up, but the underwear it's called like rounder bum uh-huh. and that's what it is. Like for people that have no ass, they oh. they put padding in the underwear. Okay. So they're doing mm-hmm. their own, own little taste of drag. Well, that's still going to be a no for me. Sashay away, <laughs> rounder bum. Bye. <laughs> Bye, girl. You're eliminated. <laughs> um, so now, oh yes, Aquaria won. Um, and then she gets to pick the roles for Breast World. Yes. Are you familiar with Westworld at all, Seth? Um, I have no idea what it's about, but I've heard the music from it. <laughs> so yeah, the, the music's awesome. I'll keep this brief. It's a show on HBO. I've only seen the first season, and I think they're in season two now. But um, it's like a theme park, and without giving away too many spoilers, you know, parts of the theme park begin to discover that they are maybe not quite human, and then humans discover this as well. And it's Uh-oh. like this whole future... Um, western robotic fantasy that's going on it's pretty interesting so it sounds kind of like the walking dead was reinvented for (laughs) hbo to have more money (laughs) kind of but the people get to leave um alive (laughs) oh that's good spoilers they're just visiting visiting, like a theme park with um maybe some robots in it that uh gain some ai intelligence okay i'm spoiling all of it i'm gonna stop talking oh god now i'm not even gonna watch it I'm never watching this show. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, watch it. But this well, was a cool spoiled. spinoff. It's ruined. Well, mm. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Aquarius decides to give out the roles based on the descriptions of the characters and letting her sisters pick because she's trying to be a team player now. Yeah, so you can tell she's kind of struggling with, you know, I don't want anybody to be upset, so let's give everybody a shot and have a say. Well, you know, everyone gets mad at the acting challenge about their role. <laughs> oh, every time, no fail. Every time, yeah. I thought though Aquaria like handled this really well because nobody was like angry about. It. Nobody was and... angry, and she was actually worried that she gave herself the worst part. But see, I thought she got the best part, in my opinion. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I think uh, no matter what, Aquaria would have done well at any of them because she has a like. She did so well at Melania because Melania is just kind of like a robot, like God, that was so great, like person, yeah. and like she can be—I don't know—she can play a robot well. Aquaria can. She had the physical oh, yeah. acting down; like she turned it out. She turned it out. She did, and I think another standout was Asia's Parasailin. I like that <laughs> that character also. Oh yeah, I kind of want to be Parasailin for Halloween. <laughs> I just want to go. <laughs> I just want to go parasailing. I don't know about you guys. Like, maybe over Hawaii or something. You know, I'd be up to try that. That's the parasailing <laughs> I want to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I thought that Asia was good in the challenge, but she was her, her part was really small, so I didn't think that mm-hmm. she was, like, that, like, a top contender in that. I thought 
she was just kind of like safe basically like she just came in to save the end of the the sketch yeah i feel like she took that little bit and made the most of it so i i agree mostly but i definitely think she got the recognition she deserved oh yeah she got she got hers is what about uh miss cracker she had like basically the main character one of the main characters Oh, yeah. So she played, Miss Cracker played the host of Breast World. And, you know, this is a role where you, this is your time to be 120% yourself and be ridiculous and extra kooky and outrageous just because you're welcoming these people mm-hmm. to Breast World. And keep in mind, these are men's breasts. So <laughs> <laughs> get a little freaky with it, you know? I Have just, fun. I was disappointed with Miss Cracker. Like, I don't know. Like, Miss Cracker, to me, like, she has these... I feel like she's just better... It's kind of, like, almost like the Trixie thing. She's better, like, just, like, when she's having a conversation and she can just, Mm -hmm. like, quick jab, like, stuff at you. But, I don't know, like, sometimes she just can come off, like, a little, like, robotic herself. Like, she's processing too much. Yeah, she's trying to be perfect. Definitely. I mean, this could be, like, a controversial opinion... But I think that Michelle Visage steered her wrong. <laughs> oh, how so? I have notes on this too. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Michelle is always like fucking the queens up. <laughs> I forgot I was listening to one of the podcasts and they were basically like, Michelle's always gives the wrong opinions. I don't know how she's on the show. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't disagree. Mama Michelle's there to be like the tough love, but sometimes I think if it if it were me, and keep in mind, I don't work in production or any of this shit. So <laughs> But I feel like sometimes the notes she gives them takes them completely away from their personality and how that's going to translate into the role. Well, right. she did this, like, she does this all the time. Like, with Dusty Ray Bottoms, she stole us from having Dusty Ray's, like, signature makeup. look. Like, yeah. she needs to stop yeah. with that. Like, okay, I get it. If it's six episodes in and all we've seen is Dusty's, like... Uh, like freckles or whatever then we can just like end it and like do something else but like she's like episode one dusty you need to do something else i lived for that makeup too well and see the thing is for michelle she's only there for the runways or like or to be the coach like in this episode yeah so she doesn't really know like the girls and she doesn't know what they're about and and so it's like why is she given so much power (laughs) even even like Granted, like, when she was on All-Stars 2 and she was giving the critiques to Adore, which mm-hmm. I agree, like, Adore, like, you know, sometimes, she, like, if she's on Drag Race, like, cinch the waist and yeah. all that. But, like, also, too, you need to understand, like, that's Adore style. Yes. So I wish she just could understand, like, there's different styles for different queens. Right, give the queens right. a chance to show you mm-hmm. something else before you just completely snatch it away. And I think that's why Ms. Cracker didn't do as well in this challenge because... Um, Michelle was kind of basically, you know, she taking was all the crackerisms. Her. Yeah, yeah, she's taking all the crackerisms like out of her performance. I thought, uh-huh. yeah, and you can tell that she at that point, Miss Cracker started to overprocess, and that's where she went downhill. Right, because she thought she was prepared. She ha- thought she had this good character, and Michelle's like, no, no, and so she's just like freaking out basically because she's mm-hmm. like, I have to do good. I have to do good. This is like my challenge. It's comedy. And maybe it's by design. It is the last six queens, so now they're looking for the girls to really step it up. But I, you got to let them shine in their way. Yes, and also I thought that Eureka was like read too harshly. Like I think they tried to give her like a really strange edit because in the actual skit, I thought she was really good. Yeah, I I 
I don't know if I... There were parts that I liked, but I thought... Yeah, I, I guess I kind of agree in a way, but I also think, like, she was a little boring. Like, I did think I, the gun thing... It's it was like, just a few notches down that Eureka were used to. I think that's part of the problem, is Eureka has built herself up to be so well in a lot of these things. She's a powerhouse. But then now she didn't, like, slay it, so they're yeah. just like, no, sorry. No. Yeah, I would agree with Seth. I thought that, you know, there were definitely some moments when I was watching where I was like, oh no, don't do this to me, Eureka. This is this is not acceptable. <laughs> but yeah. then when it got to like her critiques and the notes even during rehearsal, I was like, okay, well, I see what they're saying here, but then the final product looked just fine. Yeah, like the final product was fine. I don't understand why they were being so hard on her. Like maybe she wasn't like 110%, but I think she was at least 98%. I thought, she, yeah. you know, her character was great. Like I laughed a lot. Like her uh-huh. back and forth with Eureka in the skit was hilarious. And I liked her look in the skit too. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know. So I thought, so to me, I thought that Cameron received way harsh way more harsh critiques than what she deserved in my opinion because i thought she i get what they're saying like she was one note but like to me i thought she pulled out a solid performance you could still tell she was putting in the effort yeah right that was like the character in her mind is how she was portraying it yes that's what i wrote and even when she had like her where she wasn't acting hysterical like i didn't think she did terrible like Mm -hmm. i don't know i just kind of like based off her runway look and her performance like i was like she shouldn't be in the bottom two yeah sometimes i think they put the challenge more heavily like that's more weighted heavily than the Mm -hmm. runway so i feel like this is one of those episodes where they were like really just taking a, a lot of the critiques from that yeah i agree because um if you think about rupaul's drag race and the next drag superstar um you can turn out looks all day but they're really looking at you know, when you go on tour, what kind of performances are you going to turn out? How are you going to keep mm-hmm. people engaged? How are you going to build up the Ruse, RuPaul's Drag Race platform? They're looking for people to step out of their box and be flexible that way. And sometimes, oh, yeah. too, I think also, I mean, it comes down to, at the end of the day, the discretion of Rue. So if, yep. she, if Rue likes, you know, Ms. Cracker better as she thinks she's funny or something, she might just, like, keep her safe. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um... I don't know. I just I wonder if 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 Rue just maybe Rue just really does like Miss Cracker because I feel like she's kind of like uh, you know from the critiques and like the physical standings in the show she's been pretty safe like throughout yeah. the whole competition. Uh-huh. Um. So I mean she hasn't really been doing poorly. I don't think. I think she's had better weeks than others. But mm-hmm. um. But yeah. I don't know. I just don't know why she's not getting her recognition because. I don't know. Like, it seems like she's kind of on Eureka's platform where they kind of grade her and Eureka a little bit more harshly. Yeah. Um, I feel like it might be the Bob the Drag Queen affiliation. Can I just, like, interrupt real quick? Because our neighbor is vacuuming in their living room. (laughs) And this girl... I've been watching this show on Netflix uh, called Evil Genius. Oh, shut up. And this girl looks like that Marjorie girl from Evil Genius. (laughs) She's literally across the pond. No, that can't be Okay. Like she, ugh. she can see you. She can. Maybe I should close these blinds. It's just very distracting. <laughs> S- speaking of Netflix, I did try and watch the, the, this show called The Rain, and it sounded interesting. So basically, um, the concept is that there's like this chemical 
um, somehow that gets into the rain. So if the rain touches you, you turn into like, well, I'm not really sure. I only watched the first episode, but I think you maybe either like turn into a zombie or you die or something. Oh, I didn't realize that was the premise of that show. Yeah. And, and so they, so this family, like the dad is in the know, he's like a scientist. So he's like, gets them to this bunker where they're going to be until the rain, like till the fallout's over basically. But it's like the first episode was so frustrating because it's like the dad's like just mysteriously going to save the day, but then like never comes back. And then, um, and then the, then there's like a son and a a younger, the son's like younger, like maybe 10 or 12 or something. And then the daughter's maybe 15, 16. Uh Um, so then, so they hear this like banging on the door and this is the first episode, so I don't feel like it's a spoiler. Um, but uh they're, they're just banging on the door and they're like they're like the kids are like oh it's our dad it's our dad it's like no you dumb shits like don't open the <laughs> fucking door do not and, open the door so then the door opens and it's like some random deranged man that's been affected by the rain of course and then the mom like basically has to tackle this man away and then she's in the rain so now the mom's like basically dead and it's like no. wow you're such a shitty son like you just killed your mom Oh, that sounds awful. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I so opened I was like, the, the door whole, for you. <laughs> the whole rest of the episode was so frustrating because then it's like we're supposed to feel sorry for them because now it's just the kids on their own. But it's like, no, the, the little boy like ruined it. He killed his mom. Who knows what the dad's doing? And it's just strange. But then like, so the first episode is like six years basically. And then the kid's probably supposed to be like 18. He gets really attractive. This sounds like a lot. Like, I don't know if I could watch this show. It's like, as long as he's 18. Yeah, definitely. As long as he's 18. I'm, I'm assuming if he's under 18, then I take back my comments. Um, Same. Same but, but, um, but it, it's in a different language, so it's a lot of subtitles, just a warning. Oh, I can get behind that. I'll watch like random foreign films sometime and enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, well, I don't know. My neighbor's done vacuuming now, it appears. I don't know if they have like hoarder tendencies because I see a lot of shit <laughs> up in their window. Maybe they just went to Costco. It looks but, like a lot of empty um, boxes. Sorry like for how like... how many cans of cat food do you see? <laughs> At least 30. Whoa. But sorry for derailing. I just, I couldn't help. I was like, what in the hell is going on? And she looked like Marjorie from Evil Genius. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to all of you who are um, speaking of like randomness and neighbors. Shout out to all of you who enjoyed our um, cabin in the woods jacuzzi experience. Like, Ooh. <laughs> seeing that neighbor trying to get into the jacuzzi. That was weird. That was man. just, I don't know why that <laughs> threw us off. So and much. also just the fact that they were like, they saw us looking at them. <laughs> Yeah, did they ever come it. back out? No. No, they never they came like, out the entire weekend. <laughs> no, they did oh, not. Really? <laughs> they did. So they're probably like, God, they're like, well, we can't use the jacuzzi this week, and these two homos are just staring at us. Like, probably. Basically. <laughs> With their judgmental ass dog. Uh oh. Is their dog after you? Well, Reynolds kept barking at it, at them, it, at them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So they knew. They knew they were going to get bit if they came too close. Pretty much. <laughs> Don't poke the Reynold or else you'll get bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is mostly black, so. <laughs> hey, no stereotypes here, girlfriend. <laughs> no vixens here. No vixens no here. No vixens here. <laughs> um, so back into the episode. Let's talk about breasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
oh, who else did we not talk about yet? I mean, so, we're talk about camera. Oh, let's talk about Monet. Yeah, Monet was Monet. Monet was super enjoyable. This challenge, she was. She really like kept everything moving. Basically, uh-huh. my favorite part about Monet was when uh, Eureka shot uh, Parasailin, <laughs> and then she was, and then she, Parasailin started to get up. She's like, "Oh, girl, she's." She's she alive. Back up. <laughs> look, look, no joke and stereotypes aside, but that is such a black thing. Like Cedric yeah. the Entertainer, if you're um, familiar with um, his comedy, Kings it was a comedy old, baby. Yeah, exactly. It was that show uh, where he's basically saying, whenever one black person starts running, you need to start running because shit's going down. <laughs> so to this day, I will always say, get Lisa in them because that's what he said. <laughs> You know, Uh-oh. it just takes one something. black person running. I'm getting my ass out of there. So I would have been right. Monet. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> I also liked, uh, like, earlier when they first introduced Eureka, and she's like, ooh, that's a big robot. That's a big one. She's big, or whatever yeah. she said. <laughs> yeah. That was think, also hilarious. I think that's, like, Monet is probably one of those queens, like, if we're ever to go see her live, she'll probably just, like, be one of those superstars, because... Yeah. She's probably, it might be a Thorgy moment. Yeah, like, she's not, like, the look queen. Like, she's going to do these sponge dress things, and you're just like, girl, what are you doing? She's more but, comedy. Um, but I, I feel like she'd be, yeah, off. more fun to, like, just, I don't know, hear talk, because she just seems, like, very funny. Yeah, very, very funny. Well, girl, if I wasn't in Portland, I would be back home seeing Monet, because she was in Seattle this weekend, and I was super uh. bummed I missed that. Oh god, those moments happen, and you're just like bummed every time. I hope she gets close to Indy. Oh, I hope I get to. She comes back to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, that was. Did we tell one. you that we got tickets to go see Ms. Cracker and Monique? Uh, what? Yeah, we're gonna see her Friday. Facts. This are Friday. Facts. Yes. Ooh, girl, keep you guys subscribe to our Instagram. You're gonna probably yeah, get to see a lot take of cool some stuff. Bids. Yeah, I'm gonna do a lot with our Instagram story at TFC Pod. I also have some connections with the venue, so I'm hoping maybe I can like Ooh. sneak backstage. I'm gonna try my yeah. best. I'm super excited to see Monique because she really grew on me, and I love yes. just how she has these like teaching moments. Like I just want her to be like my family member. And, I like, feel like if me. life were just kicking me <clears> in the ass, I would just like pay her to come sit on my couch and talk to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Like and screw those a two therapist. Together. I just need some Monique Hart. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about everything. <laughs> What's going on in your life, girl? Oh, facts are facts. <laughs> facts are facts. <laughs> yeah, I'm super pumped for that show. Those two together are going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think Monet did really well. Like maybe she was like probably like top safe. Yeah, and I also think that again, you know, her and the pussycat wigs. This came up in the workroom. Rue is like hinting again. Give us some hair. Like you have a fat ass. Give us some shape. <laughs> give me that like drag queen coke bottle. My hair is too heavy, but I look fierce. So mm-hmm. I was just happy to get a little bit of length on the hair, and she looked great. Like her drag she was did. great, her comedy this is was on point. Gonna get her in trouble if she just the fact that she didn't wear a big wig this time, like on the runway. She needs to do it, like or else it's gonna she be is going to get late. eliminated yeah. if she does not do this. You don't want to go in that <laughs> too little, too late zone. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I think she's kind of 
like I think she's doing well enough that she's mm-hmm. standing out. So I don't think she's like kind of declined any. She like she kind of yeah. was doing better, and I think she stayed at that level. Monet's been like our chili in the slow cooker, and she's starting to kick it up a notch. Like the dish is almost done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Cameron might go home next week. I'm worried. I really like Cameron. Ugh, should we yeah. talk? Like I, I guess I'll wait until we get to the runway looks. But yeah. I like loved everything about Cameron. Well, I think we're kind of pretty much at runways. We talked a little yeah. bit about everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't talk about the the cute guy behind Ms. Cracker with the long wavy hair and his purple bathing suit, though, and that was oh, really distracting okay. me the whole. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so oh my god, I didn't even notice this. Person. I definitely noticed because I liked the cut of his shorts. I really like yeah. those. Um, Seth will like that type of guy i you know All i day. caught i caught the little gingery brunette he was a little shorter with like the yellow and orange trunks on this girl's mm. sorry the I neighbor's pajamas are terrible she just walked out and let her dog out and it's really bad i hope you hear this listeners like people think i'm the shady one <laughs> this is Stoney's all like, stony stony's like the cameron of being Ugh. shady basically i'm like this woman's just trying to clean her her house as long as she's not the girl in the dock we're safe I know. Right. I'm just saying, don't be a complete mess. Like, just I don't know. It's bad. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, we can Let's continue. Talk about yes. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? Who is like your top like two standout runways? So the theme of the week was Silver Foxy. So this is the queen supposed to be giving us their how they would appear in 50 years. So glam, mm-hmm. glammed out glamma, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think my top was Cameron, just for, like, the comedy aesthetic. Like, it was just so funny. The prosthetics looked good. And she took her, like, pills, and she somehow had energy. Like, <laughs> that is what you see with your older members in the family. Give them their, their candy, give them their pills, and yeah. they come to life. <laughs> well, and she also did, like, a jumping heel kick, like, yeah. in, in heels, and in didn't heels. break a heel. I was like, whoa, that skill, man. Yeah, it was flawless. <laughs> That was yeah. She was definitely the top. I think. yeah. That was me. I was like definitely Cameron. I loved like all of her movements. Like she just like pulled off the whole package. Like the look and just how she was acting. The pills. Uh-huh. Everything was great. Even like the I, the outfit. Like that is something you would see like your grandma or your great auntie wearing. Like chilling at Thanksgiving or going mm-hmm. out shopping. Oh yeah. Uh, the other one I really liked a lot was Ms. Cracker because she was basically doing like the Devil Wears Prada. Yes, they did not. They thought it was safe for Ms. Cracker, but I actually really enjoyed this look because um, skin tone aside, I hope that's what I look like when I'm 50 years down the road. Yeah, <laughs> she was looking good, girl. Sleek silver dress. Maybe I'll have like a silver fro or something. <laughs> yeah, I liked. I thought it was funny. She had a whole character prepared. Um, you know, she even did the sort of like that's all like little hand movement at the end. Yep, and sticking true to her family. You know, purse first, purse last. I like there that little go. nod to Bob the drag queen. Yeah, yeah, and the purse was really nice. Actually, like way better than any purse Bob ever I, had on the show. I liked it a lot. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was very solid. Mm -hmm. So I was also really excited for Eureka because as soon as she said she was going to give us some Downton Abbey realness, I was like, yes, we're about to get this huge dress. Like, I'm going to turn on um, PBS station right now and see Eureka with one of the Downton Abbey sisters 
but it was just kind of simple. Like I didn't get Downton Abbey. I got more glammed up grandma. Yeah, it was like I don't. She just like had a coat she wanted to wear. Basically, basically I mean, she had a jumpsuit a... on too. Uh-huh. Like, kinda... Grandmas don't wear jumpsuits. So. <laughs> what what did... if they do? That's a problem. <laughs> what did Ross, what did Ross say? Something about like she was just basically like Paula Dean, like twirling. Yeah, Paula Dean <laughs> twirling, like, just like Paula Dean. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I it was mean, not good. Maybe your grandma wear a jumpsuit if she's going to a Richard Simmons workout class, but <laughs> maybe. I don't think it would be as form fitting. <laughs> maybe your grandma is Richard Simmons, or maybe she's just really into proportionizing. Proportionizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but can we talk about like uh, Aquarius looks? Since that seemed to be really controversial on the runway. Yes, we know Aquarius the baby. She's twenty one. So she's I, she's throwing out these fashion references, but it didn't really work in her favor. Yeah, I well see this is the thing. So I lived in New York City briefly and I definitely saw several like older women that looked just like that. Okay. So <laughs> so I get her reference, like I got her reference because I, you know, had lived in New York City. Yeah. Um, and they're de- Cause it's everyone's like basically you're on the runway anytime you leave your apartment there. Uh-huh. So <laughs> yes, I mean it, it really is like that's what New York is. It's about fashion, and and who you know and and that sort of thing. So I thought her character was really good, but the the flaw in it, the mistake that she made is that she did not paint her face. She didn't dark make enough. it. Yeah, she didn't make it old enough. Because if you looked on her Twitter, I think, or maybe on Instagram or all of the above, she posted a picture of that look, and she looks much older than oh. how she appeared on the runway with all those lights shining brightly on her. Right, and sometimes so those lights will mess up the look of the fabric, the makeup, so maybe that was it. So I think that's really where the mistake was, because she didn't paint the creases dark enough. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's kind of what held her back only maybe they would have got the look a little bit more mm-hmm. but she, I mean she looked like in, in the picture she posted she looked like, just like Donatella Versace so well and what is she is she like 21 she's 21 so I mean if you think about it 50 like years Russo. 71 her look actually wasn't like in 50 years like with fucking like Botox and right. shit like right. she mm-hmm. I mean, she might look like... I mean, Ramona from yeah. Housewives of New York is like 60-something. I mean, Rue like did not read this look like too negatively. Rue was like, okay, so this is how I want to look and she, in 50 years. And she's 21. Yeah. Like, in her mind, this is what Aquarius is going to look like when she's 71. Right. And I think who was the one that was being harsh? Probably Michelle. Like, I don't I don't know. I just don't think that she got it. She didn't get the what was going on. You think Michelle's been out west too long? She's been out like super east too long doing Big Brother UK and like oh, yeah. she's super east. America's got talent. Ireland, <laughs> I like that. Whatever it is. I like that. Super east. <laughs> yeah, she's super eastern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, I, I was buying I the look. I live for a fashion moment. So I was here for it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot as well. I thought Aquaria's look wasn't, I mean, not the best, but I thought it was really solid. Um, Asia was pretty funny, too. Like, I'm pretty sure if I were from the West Indies, I'd have an auntie that looked like this. <laughs> See, this is my thing. is like, Asia's was not bad at all, but I don't think it was great either. I liked uh-huh. her. I liked her onesie, her, like, bathing suit. That yeah. was really nice. 
But did you notice like how many of them were wearing flats on the runway? Yes, we actually talked a lot about this, like because of course we're watching the fashion photo review. I agree completely with Raja and Raven. Like there should have been some kind of heel. Like you know how they have those heels that are maybe like a half an inch to an inch high, right? Or yeah. even the Spice Girls platforms. Put on some like high flats that's kind of what that's the shoe aquaria had on she had a high flat yeah i actually really dug those shoes i think rue kind of (laughs) like i really believe this i think rue kind of gives asia a pass sometimes rue really likes rue likes asia really likes and i get it it's just sometimes i think she needs to critique her a little bit harder a little harder i don't because she's i did not dislike it i don't know if this week was a winning performance, to be honest. Yeah, I will agree with that. I don't think she should have won, but I enjoyed I what she, she did. Won. Like, the praise she got, fine, cool. What, was it winning worthy? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I thought Asia should have been safe. I think the top should have been, like... A- Aquaria, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Be- her runway look was a little weak, but in the in the in the sketch, I thought she was really funny. Yeah, I would yeah. agree with that because again, Aquaria was worried about the part that she assigned herself, and she turned out the physical comedy. She played with her voice; the look was mm-hmm. there, and she took Michelle's direction pretty well. Yeah, definitely. I thought I the only the one part I like. I don't know. Asia has a way of just like. I don't know, like, putting these, like, looks together and all that. Like, I think it looked good. It was just more... It was kind of like, uh It was basic for Asia. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Monet's, I didn't think, was as great as she thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I just still want hair for Monet. Monet? I want hair. Fine, saggy titties. Give me a wig. Give me some weight like, on that head. <laughs> normally she wears her, like, kitty cat wigs, but and since she wore, like, a longer wig during the challenge, I think she wore, like, the smallest wig she had during the runway. She had, like, three feathers on her head, whatever it was. <laughs> she just can't turn out looks. Like, all season long, I have not... Like, I have not been a fan of most of her. Yeah, it was like the church look was my favorite. And everything else, I've just been like, ugh. Yeah. Like, if I saw a grandma like like Monet, I would for sure call the police in no time. Because that was a disturbing (laughs) image. Yeah. 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 Like, if if your titties are hanging out of your top, like, no thank you. Or come on, (laughs) if you were going to do that... Think think a little bigger. Give me Nutty Professor. Give me, like, the sagging tits through the awful floral nightgown. Like, give me some yeah. idea in 50 years. Like, she could have easily pulled that off, and it would have been hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I, the, the, the boobs... The saggy boobs didn't read very well for me, personally. I didn't think that they were... She pulled that off. That Do you part think of her Rue... Do you think Rue would hire us as art, art directors? No. She directors? needs to. She should. I'm gonna send like, her I have some lots notes. of opinions. Yeah, we'll, we'll email Rue and we'll get back to you guys. We'll let you know what she tells us. Um, um, who else on the I runway? Um, I think did we talk? I think we talked about them all, girl. Was that? Yeah, it? that was everyone. Gosh, we were getting towards yeah. the end. There's not that many queens around anymore. Yeah. So, like we kind of referenced before, Asia ends up winning. Um, I don't really agree. Who else do you think would win in her place? Aquaria. Aquaria or I mean I I I kind of thought uh, like this is like weird but I kind of thought Cameron would have a chance at winning because I didn't think her her acting was that bad but Mm -hmm. I don't know like the judges obviously disagreed 
Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think it it could have been another safe week for Cameron, for sure. But I think Aquaria would have taken the cake. As far as the yeah. challenge goes, she had the whole package, and that was the focus this week. Absolutely. Um, so then we find out the bottom two queens are actually Cameron and Eureka. So I was like, ooh, like yeah. we're at that point in the competition where someone good's going home. Yeah, super shook. Like I, I did not want to see Cameron there. I did not want to see Eureka there, but I kind of saw it coming. And this lip sync was so epic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, see, it was. I don't think it was as good as everyone else seems to think it was <laughs> oh no why share your share your thoughts well first of all that song was stupid um <laughs> and you don't like patty labelle <laughs> i love patty um that's like before my time like <laughs> i don't know oh no okay aquaria <laughs> i'm not eating that sweet potato pie girl um so <laughs> um so the song was dumb like i don't know it's just not a recognizable song for most people and also I don't know. They were being like kind of super animate. Eureka was like, I don't know, just being like, I don't know. She spent like 20 seconds walking to the back of the stage. Like Now, okay, okay. So I'll, I will give you that because, you know, that's typically a sign that queens don't know the words when they turn their backs or they're walking away. You can't right. see their lips for most of the song. But um, she was she was going into a transition that was pretty epic. Right, I guess. I mean, she was like doing these high kicks and i was like scared like she was gonna break her like <laughs> knee again i was like should you really be doing that girl i thought i, I kind of i somewhat agree in that i thought cameron's patty uh was on point i like, got more she was of the getting patty all isms. the isms yep she was just doing great she was bringing some mm-hmm. comedy to Say it to the front of the stage and i i guess what saved it for eureka and like this is like people have been talking about this on twitter too but like the um i don't know just like all the like moves she did like were pretty epic for jumping bean splits whatever you want to call that (laughs) like i know that the splits are like okay like whatever but for eureka's size to do that like it's pretty like epic in my opinion i mean she brought it they both were definitely you can tell the energy were there like in, in my opinion and then for eureka though i didn't i didn't really feel that until after that split moment well it wasn't even that epic i don't think i mean yeah they did the splits at the same time but it wasn't like over exaggerated as like you know the tatiana one in all stars too yeah um with tatiana and Alyssa, like that was one that yeah both those girls should have stayed but for me i was like it just was it wasn't as epic as everyone was trying to feed me i feel like maybe everyone felt that way because uh, like we said it's to that point in the competition where somebody good is going to go home and no one was really quite ready for either of them to go home yeah it's like i wasn't really ready for either of them to go home but i mean so I that's wasn't why really... it was, yeah it was more that energy yeah. like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well, and I wasn't really into like Eureka leaving her snail trail across the <laughs> runway. So yeah, that was like that was a lot. <laughs> that was I don't know. That was I wasn't there for that. Like, it, and why did she do the splits away from the judges? But again, again, like I know we talked about this. Maybe I don't know how long ago, how many episodes. But what it comes down to is entertaining Rue and. I would hope that making the judges laugh isn't a... It's like, that's not the thing that keeps them there. Like, I still think there needs to be some 
form of artistry mixed with the comedy because not every queen yeah. is a comedy queen. That's true. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I see I know both the sides. There. They're both safe. Um, so now we're kind of at the ep- point of the episode where I wanted to bring back in that other Twitter conversation. Oh, yeah. Because the Vixen posted on uh, Twitter that, oh, I guess doing splits saves you now. <laughs> Whatever, girl. Vixen, and then she posted a picture of her from the runway in the splits. Um, well, compare your splits and your look and your performance and everything else to theirs, Vixen, and then tweet us again. Right, because if yeah. you were in this acting challenge this uh, episode, I guarantee you would went home because your acting has been subpar, girl. I mean, two words, <laughs> two words, bossy Rossi, get at me, Uh-oh. Vixen. She did that. At, at me, Vixen. We went there. <laughs> um, yes, at gaze in the life, not TFC uh, Pod, because, <laughs> because not all of us. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> not all of us feel I'll that. take it from any account, so. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, she's Dirty a versatile girl. Twitter girl. Versatile Instagram. Versagram. She, she's Versagram. a gaze in the life and TFC Pod. <laughs> <laughs> she did that. <laughs> Woohoo. Um,. But no, I it, it you know that comment really started a whole conversation about lip syncs on Twitter. Yeah, you know even a lot of the other girls were were talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's, for me, it's like you know I don't think all you have to do is a splits no. or something or a death drop to make your lip sync good. But it makes it more entertaining. Like I want to be entertained. Yeah, I don't want to just see you standing there moving your lips, girl. Right, right. It's that. It's that skill. Yeah, we know? can only take so many Charlie lip syncs. Yeah. So. It's like whatever skill you have, bring that. Don't just stand there and do the lip sync. You have to perform. Right. It's and if you're not doing the lip syncs, you know, have like maybe a gag or you know something that ties in with the song you're singing. Yeah. Or, you know. Or maybe a bushel of roses under your wig. Yeah. Or maybe just <laughs> a rose emoji. <laughs> yeah. Or just like cover your face with like a scarf or something. Oh man. Yeah. I'd like to If you don't know on. the words, just put a scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well guys, yeah. it's getting down to the wire. Yeah, so so just to wrap up, so they are both saved by the judges. So which shook. Is, some people agreed, some people did not agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in the end, we'll see what happens next week because you know two girls are probably going to go home next week. So right, right. That's the thing. Like, we had our shook moment this time, but I feel the same way. I feel like maybe now two girls are going next week. Yeah. Well, we're all happy now, and no one went home. Just wait for it next week, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Buckle up, queens. Buckle up, buckaroo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so that was it, and um, no one went home, so I don't know. Yeah, we don't get to say goodbye to anybody this week. We don't get to tell anybody thanks for coming. No. So, instead, like, why don't we just tell all of you listening, thanks for coming this week. Thanks for coming, yeah, everyone. Thank you, thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the reviews and ratings. Yeah, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave us a Miss Vanjie comment on iTunes. Yes, yes, that's your homework. Make leave sure us Miss Vanjie comments and memes at TFC Pod on make Twitter sure, if you've listened. Make sure to when you yes. go through the drive through of like McDonald's or Wendy's, you have, use <laughs> coupon code TFC Pod. Yeah, they'll know what to do. <laughs> and if for some reason we die before then. 
look out for our briefcases so they can carry on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Legacy. Yes. <laughs> well, All right, you guys. Until untucked, I guess. Yeah, thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. Bye.